will be escaping from the 18-yard line. How in the world did that happen? You are listening to the Philly Fever Podcast with Lucas Nightage, Jack Herr, and Travis Gear. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Philly Fever Podcast. I'm Lucas Nightage. Of course, along with me is Travis Gear and Jack Hurt. What's up, guys? Let's go. All right. So this will be the first episode of a series of episodes where we give our Philadelphia bold takes. So today we will start with the Eagles. So, I mean, the the schedule literally just came out. We'll do another. We'll do a pod about the schedule uh, next week, but the schedule literally just came out. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Um, it's so uh, you can go. You can go. All right. Yeah. I, so I see the schedule. It's kind of broken up into different segments. Mm-hmm. The first three games look like three W's. I think it was like the Redskins, the Bengals, and the Rams. And I'm thinking that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. We can start off the season really strong, but then it's like a is a really tough part of the schedule. I forget what the teams are. But it's potentially like three or four losses in a row. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I see mm-hmm. this being a very streaky season. But like you said, we're going to do a full dive in, deep dive into the Eagles schedule mm-hmm. um, for next week's podcast. But Travis, what do you think? Yeah, it's so, it's so streaky. Like you get the, all the tough games are grouped together. All the easy games are grouped together. And it's going to be really tough to evaluate that. Um, it definitely changes the way after looking through the schedule, looking through the opponents before the schedule. Now with uh, the actual order out there, it's a lot tougher to predict, and it definitely changes some things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule now. The, the first half before the bye week is a lot harder than the second half. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll 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 get into more depth next week. Um, so. Why don't we start the bold the bold takes? So, like I said, today is uh, Eagles. Next week will be Sixers, and the week after that will be Phillies. We don't really do Flyers just because hockey. Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah, let's, we might have some viewers that like some hockey, Travis, okay? All right, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, all right, so let's start off with Travis. I want to hear your Me? Eagles bold take. You're on the spot. Oh yeah, you're yeah. You're, you're just putting me on the spot. I, um, I went with the positive goal take. I said bold take. I said the Eagles will have a top seven secondary next year, and I was. Ooh. I almost said top five. I was going back and forth between top five and top seven, and or top five and top ten. So I just went in the middle and seven. Um, do we want to talk about this a little bit first, or should I just give out my basic reasoning? No, you go give first. out your reasoning. I want to hear it. All right. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to go the base level. Um, Jalen Mills moving the safety. That's my first point. I think that's going to be a great move. Um, in the Patriots game last year, he was very versatile where he played. And not just in safety. And I don't think he'll replace Malcolm Jenkins. But with the improvement we saw last year, I think we can trust him to play a bigger role um, in, the, in this Patriots game. You know, he was playing in the slot, in the box, at the line. 
and he played every snap, which is something that, you know, we've credited Malcolm mm-hmm. Jenkins a ton. Um, and he played well in this versatile Swiss Army Knife role. And I think this, uh, while our safeties overall are getting worse, I think it's going to be a pretty uh, almost seamless move. And just overall last year, he had a good season, improved in a lot of metrics. Um, also, the Darius Slay trade, I don't think I really have to explain why, how that's going to benefit the team. Uh, top 10 cornerback, you know, that compared to what we've had in the past, that changes a ton. A signing that I'm not hearing much about is Nickel Roby Coleman. And he's just a reliable veteran presence that we can trust to do the job in the slot. Um, and he's, again, versatile. That's the theme you're going to see is a lot of these players are versatile in the defense. I can switch between, like, safety, corner, can play almost anywhere. And Nickel Roby Coleman's another one of those guys. Um, and also I love the selection of Kevon Wallace, another versatile player, and he's so quick. He makes his tackles, which is what this defense has really lacked, especially in the secondary. He missed so many tackles, and I think he's going to make a pretty nice impact. Lastly, I'm hoping, I'm expecting a jump for Sidney Jones if he gets the playing time because he showed a lot of good flashes, um, only allowing a 51% completion percentage. He had that great play against the Cowboys, and I think he's showed a lot that he deserves more playing time as the cornerback too. Um, if he doesn't jump, like I'm hoping, we do still have multiple players that can rotate in that spot, like uh, LeBlanc and uh, Rasul Douglas. And we just have a lot of positionless players that I think will really benefit us. So that's what I have. What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. Top seven just... It's Seems a hot take. Way too. It's yeah, but like, all right. Let's 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 think this out for a second. Jim Schwartz loved to play a zone defense. He loved to play that bend don't break defense that we all hate. Right. That means yes, that yeah. That means that there's going to be a lot less running because I mean you've seen you've seen it over the years. The the our run our run stoppage is is has been the best of top three in the league for the past five years. Or since Doug Pearson's been here, which is about to be five years, actually. Um, but he he loved to he loves to play that bend don't break defense, which means a lot more throwing. And when and you've just you've seen it like when when they throw, they leave a lot of they leave, they leave a lot of buffer between them and the cornerback, making it really easy to catch to uh to catch I mean to catch the balls and then run it a little bit because they really. They rely on the tackling of their of their cornerbacks uh, and secondary a lot, and uh, you're right. The tackling has been just just not good over the over the years, and I don't know if that's been the players or the coaching or what. I personally don't know, but the tackling has not been good. We did just we did just uh, make that better with um, Darius Slay and uh, Kavon Wallace, but. But just just because they just give up so many yards a game, I just feel like they they couldn't they could never possibly be a top ten, much less a top five uh, secondary. So Trev, I I respect I respect the take, I respect the nature of the hot take, 
Um, yes, of course. I'm kind of with Lucas in that I don't see that big of an improvement. Um, I do see a strong improvement. Um, but I think like what Lucas was talking about, that, that's why the Darius Slay um, acquisition is so important because he is a lockdown man-to-man corner. He can shut down the opposing team's best wide receiver. Um, and I think that's going to bring such a, a needed dynamic to the Eagles secondary. Um, and then you talked about Jalen Mills moving to safety. I also I could see that being a seamless transition. Um, and he didn't even mention like Cravon LeBronc, who is low-key a stud. Um, I just think it's well-rounded. start. Right, yeah, he could start. Um, so I think it's it's a well-rounded, much-improved secondary. Top seven in the league. Who knows? We'll see. See, um, I, I actually didn't even mention, like, the thing is, our D-line, I know it's a run, mostly a run-stopping D-line, but it is still one of the best in the league. And always improving that D-line helps the secondary. And... Like you said, the Darius Slay acquisition, like I did kind of, you know, not talk about it that much because I don't think it needs to be talked about because we know it's a lockdown corner and we haven't had that in a while. So I think that's going to... At least it's not Samuel. Yeah, that's going to play a major factor next year. Absolutely. I think a lot of that then comes down to, you know, then you're coming down to the safeties and the cornerback too, especially that cornerback too, could be getting a lot of pressure on them with Darius Slay locking up they're hopefully locking up other teams' wide receiver one. And, you know, it's a, it is a hot take for a reason. But I think it's possible. I think we, as long as you have a stud cornerback, it's possible. Eh, we'll see, I guess. I'm a, a bit iffy on that. Is that all everybody has to say about Travis's hot take? Good take, Trav. Good take. It was, it was a hot take. It was a hot take. A hot take. That's a burning, the point. burning hot that take. Was a hot take. It's probably a freezing cold take, but we'll see. <laughs> um, okay. Jack, you want to go now? Yeah, I'll go. All right. So my bold prediction uh, slash opinion. Um, so this one goes back a couple months ago. I'm at breakfast with my friend at college. We're kind of just, you know, talking shit Rip. about each other's teams. Um, he's a Patriots fan. I'm an Eagles fan. So. Put that dumbass on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Robbie Byrne, if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, go. Fuck, fuck you, man. <laughs> Everyone go uh, report him. Yes. Sam. <laughs> All right. But I did say, I said Carson Wentz will be the 2020. NFL MVP, and the Eagles will win the Super Bowl. So and mine was a hot take. Mine was a hot take. Yeah, uh, this this is a like scorching, boiling take. Um, and but the thing is, I'm a guy. I stick to my guns. I said that two months ago. I'm gonna keep saying it um, up until you know if it doesn't happen. So here's a bit of reasoning. I truly believe that Carson is a top-five quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'd say it's him, Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes. No particular order. No particular order. Just the group. Carson, Mahomes, Wilson, 
Rogers, um, and did I miss one? Yeah, I think it was four. Lamar Jackson uh, was my other one. So that he's a top five quarterback, and I think we talked about this in the last podcast. Um, the Eagles got a lot, um, a lot of weapons from this draft, and while not all of them are going to stay, I think they will definitely make um, a strong impact. Um, and they're going to help boost Wentz stats because at the end of the day, stats, are I think, are the most important thing for an NFL um, MVP. While the wins, you know, it, it's a nice bonus. If you're putting up the best stats in the league, that's going to secure you the MVP. Um, uh, so I, I also dude, you know, you know, by, you know by saying that, you pretty much just said Dak is better than Wentz, right? Well, he's just saying that's for MVP. That doesn't mean you're necessarily better, but that's... What yeah. helps you win MVP? And Jameis Winston. That's not what right. I'm saying at all. But all right. uh, um, I mean, so, you said you said by you said by pure statistics, the the MV, the MVP should go to the one who has the who has the best statistics. That's technically the Dak had better statistics last year than Wentz. Yeah, he did, but that he was probably more likely to win MVP last year. This isn't right. like a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just move I, I, right. I, I right. didn't. Right. I didn't right. think this was going to be the objectionable part of my take. Well, no. What? What? I mean, you haven't really given your reasoning yet, but my yeah, hot so, take so, was Wentz oh, will never oh. win an MVP. So let me fucking talk. Yeah. All right. Well, that's so, saying we could do our hot takes together. So I'm destroy you. Um, I I think I also see guy me and Lucas. We've been talking about this a little bit. I see guys like Arcega wow. Whiteside getting a lot better um, this season. Um, he was open a lot last year. He just wasn't targeted that much. And then, of course, we have our go-to in Zach Ertz. Um, Dallas Goddard's only going to get better. So I think the weapons around Wentz have improved enough to put him on that other level. We've seen what Wentz can do without – with literal um, – practice squad players. Um, he can lead a team to the playoffs. So you give him some proven weapons, some undeve- underdeveloped players that he can develop himself. I think that, you know, that puts him over the top. Um, that puts him over guys like Mahomes, um, Lamar Jackson, and I would even throw Christian McCaffrey in there for the MVP race, um, which is bold also because he's a running back, but he, that's the Panthers. That's going to be his nah, team. Man, he's, he's, he's nice. He is nice, yeah. All right. Um, but for the Eagles part of mine, this is it's definitely a trickier one to explain. You know, I, I can't really back it up with anything other than it's just a gut feeling. You know, you go into the season really optimistic. Fuck yeah, the Eagles are going that to That always holds up well in debates. Hey, right right now we're we're all tied for the for the Super Bowl. So we're all the best same. team in the league, yeah. We're all the best in the league. All right. My my hot take was that Wentz will never win an MVP. Let me tell you why. And as much as I want to see him win an MVP, it's just I don't I don't think he will. I mean, you're coming in to a to a league where the quarterbacks the quarterbacks right now are just insane. I mean, you got you got Mahomes, Wilson, Lamar. You got guys that are coming up like jo- like Josh Allen. Of course, Wentz, even Drew Brees is still is still slinging it like like it's back in two thousand nine. Wait, wait, but, wait, 
did did you just say Josh Allen? Dude, he's in he's the MVP conversation. No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about it's a, I'm saying it's a good corner quarterback league right now. I'm putting okay. him as an okay. above average quarterback. Uh, okay. Mm, seems right, like just, just go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Come on. Come on. All right. I'm just saying, like, I think, like, I, so I pretty much said that there, there are three big reasons why Wentz will not win the MVP. This is my thesis statement. Um, welcome, <laughs> to, welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I pretty much think the three main reasons are Mahomes and Lamar or, and, like, anyone else, any, any of the other good quarterbacks right now, fumbles and stupid plays by Wentz, and the players around him. All right, so Mahomes, Mahomes and Lamar, they, I think, like, him, Wilson, like, like those two and Wilson, I think that they will just, like, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be MVP candidates for the next 10 years, and that's just, that's just a fact. Unless they get hurt, like, like, really badly, I think Lamar and Mahomes are going to be in the MVP conversation for years. Those are those are two amazing talents that make that not only are good, but they make their team better, which is something that an MVP in the NFL really is. They make their team better. Um, and not only that, but let's be honest, media has a lot to play with it. The media loves them, and that's always going to factor into the MVP vote. I don't really. I, I mean, you know, that's totally gonna. That's that. That's totally true. The media, the media definitely picks their sweetheart, but I wouldn't say. I mean, it right. accounts for like two percent, yeah, of the award. I guess. Um, all right, my second one is the fumbles and stupid plays by Wentz. I mean, he he doesn't he doesn't throw many interceptions, but he fumbles the ball a lot, like like a ridiculous amount, and it's 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 honestly cost us games. And like he just has he has those games this year where he is just awful. Like the game against the Seahawks, the game against the Patriots, he was just he wasn't good. And you had and you got you saw people doubting what he what he can really bring to the Eagles. And of and of course I was like, no, he'll he'll fix it, he'll get it together. But an MVP doesn't really have those games where he just looks flat out terrible. An MVP is either good or great for the entire year. And Wentz was like that in 2017, but I just think these guys that are better than him now will stay better than him for years to come. Yeah, um, the MVP, you make a good point about that. It's kind of like the Heisman Trophy where you literally cannot have a bad game. You need to play a good game every single game of the season. Yeah. So that's a good point. And you bring up a good point that Wentz um, does – he can have a bad game every once in a while. Um, however, Not just I'm just bad, like really bad. Yeah, he can have some pretty uh, horrible games. Um, I'm surprised one of your three points wasn't uh, the injury variable. Because while I do think that it's a little overblown when people talk about Carson being, for example, the most injury-prone player in the league, I'll be the first to admit he does have some problems with it, but it's also not something that a player can – they can get by that um, if they stay healthy um, and conscious about their playing. Um, 
I'm, I'm surprised that wasn't one of yours because that's a pretty big factor for him. Well, no, but, well, no, I, that, yeah, that, I, I honestly didn't, didn't include that just because I just, I think it's way too overblown. Maybe the last year's, what well, last year was pretty bad, but this year he played all 16 games and right. yeah. got, got fucked over. So I don't think that's really an issue. I I never uh, said my third point. My third point was just the players around him. Like I know we just got some weapons for him on in the draft, and we might get some next year. But he still has no real receiving core yet. I mean, yes, we drafted some guys, and we still have Alshon and Deshaun. But Alshon is questionable on most. I mean, you. I mean, he's still rumored to be the guy that like he's. He it just seems like he doesn't want to be in Philly anymore, and yeah, we I don't know with him. Yeah, he's questionable at best. And Jackson just came off the worst injury of his career, and he's going to be like thirty-three next season. So True. we're relying on those two aging questionable guys, and who are slot receiver, who's going to be Greg Ward, who is already a Philly legend, but <laughs> he's but like he's still. He's still, yeah, he's Greg Ward, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, and, and you know how how he hates hates giving Wentz weapons. So, you you, I mean, you never know. I'm interested in what uh, you think about this. Debate. All right. Um, I think I don't know how you can say Wentz is never gonna win one when he's still young. I can't see. It's not our Mahomes, Lamar, and. Russell Wilson going to, like, trade MVP every year? Like, I understand. I think Wentz can easily string together 16 really good games in one season. You know? Um, if uh, that's all it takes, you know, once... I don't think it'll be this year, like Jack said, when he went. I don't think... I think he will win an MVP. I don't think it'll be this year. I think he needs his weapons to develop. And once these weapons develop, I think he can be in prime position, and I agree, he's a top five quarterback in the league, and he will be in prime position to win one when he has really good weapons at his disposal. I don't know, man. I just I just don't see it. That's all, man. He just, I mean, his history is just not backing him up that much. And uh, I mean, I, I mean, would love... Lucas, Lucas, he almost, he would have won um, in 2017. In 2017, I know, So how can you I say know. his history as a reason that he wouldn't win the MVP. I mean, this is where I'd bring the injury bug into it. You like, you can't oh, you, really be... He didn't. He didn't at first. But then you brought it up. Hey, hey I mean... <laughs> he'll never win because it, cause it, in, he's injury prone? Is that the new argument? <laughs> Alright. No injury. Fine. Fuck you all. I'll go, I'll go, with, my, I'll go with my usual argument. I just... I just don't see all those three lining up for him. That's it. But I just don't see it. I think one of these years, considering how old is he, 26, that yeah. he still has, you know, at least like plenty of time. 10 years. I think one of these years, they will, you know, all align, at least for one year. 27. I don't, I mean, I mean, think about how amazing... Drew Brees is. Drew Brees is an amazing quarterback, and he's done it for so many years. He won... Ah, never mind. That's a bad argument. 
never mind. That was nice. that was a bad argument. I I've, I fucked myself over on that one. I still don't think he's gonna win an MVP, but that's how it is. I mean, considering uh, we've already seen him so close to one, you know, right? Uh, that yeah. that's what I'm thinking, Trav. I, I think it can't happen again. Yes, exactly, and I think as um, as the team only gets better around him, um, I just think I, I see. I really do see it happening. He has so much talent. Um, the injury, the injury bug, is an overblown idea, um, and you know he just needs that right combination of ingredients, um, and he'll definitely get it. Maybe next year, maybe not, but in the future for sure. So what do you guys see? Yeah, what do you guys think about? Um, so I did say the Eagles will win the Super yeah. Bowl next year. Um, I, I've always been a huge. I've always wanted the Eagles versus Chiefs Super Bowl. I predicted that for this year. Um, I got the Chiefs right. Um, <laughs> I just think it would be so cool to for ha- for us to go up against Andy Reid and to just see a Wentz versus Mahomes showdown in the Super Bowl. That would just... Yeah, that would be a media... It, it would be amazing. Um, so much fun to watch, even regardless of who wins. That's just that's just a great recipe for a good-ass game. Um, so, yeah, that that's... I would also predict that again, Eagles versus Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to run the AFC for the next at least five years. Probably more, considering how young Pat Mahomes is. What about the the Ravens? Um, I think the Ravens, and while I'm a huge fan of Lamar, um, I think he gets a lot of unnecessary hate for um, his performance in the playoffs last year. I do think that does show, though, a weakness um, in the Ravens team. They were so easily beat by one guy named Derrick Henry. Um so I, I do think the Ravens could challenge the Chiefs in the AFC um, championship for sure. Um, but I just think Pat Mahomes, he really has that edge, and he's going to give the, the Chiefs the game every single time. So I just um, want to give my opinion on the Eagles to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think that's pretty ridiculous. Um, looking at our schedule, I'm not sure that we're going to win the division. and. One seed, the one seed, especially now with the seventeen playoff format, gives you such a major advantage. So, I think without that one, it's just so difficult to get to the Super Bowl without that one seed. I mean, we that was that home home field advantage was so crucial when we won the Super Bowl, and, and it was this schedule. I don't see it happening. I we might not even win the division, like I said. Yeah, I mean you're probably right, but I'm just I'm just sticking to my guns, man. I got it. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, thank you. All right. So I think that was very ridiculous. Your points are idiotic. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, <laughs> I I kind of dismantled your entire argument, but I disagree. Go with off, you. man. I disagree Go with off. You. I disagree with you. No, I was just going to say, uh, does anybody have anything else to say? I think we learned today that Jack is the stupidest one here. I agree. No, I, I'm, I'm just the most prone to making 
what will eventually be freezing cold takes. All right. You did. Yeah, one, day, one, one day when you have a verified Twitter account. You Doesn't can, make me stupid. Makes you, me bold. You, you can be one of those fools that shows up on freezing cold takes. I'd like to remind you that Jack was one of the ones that said our season was over after Carson Wentz went down. So I was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not going to. Come on, Jack. Sure I, I did not say it was over. I didn't say it was over, personally. I was like, Big Dick Nick out to swing some fucking exactly. <laughs> heads. Yeah. Um, all right. I think right. I think that was great. All right. So see you next week for the Sixers hot takes. Take it uh, easy. All right. See you.